0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Hot Off the Mess. I'm your host Samantha Bush and guys, I'm recording live from my new office. I have been in the midst of moving for the last 2 days. I can finally say I'm in my new place. I'm so happy. Um <laughs> I know this might sound really stupid, but moving is fucking exhausting. I'm so tired. I think I'm a little delirious. I also have just like been alone like all day, not said I don't think I've said I don't think I've actually spoken today. This is my first time using my voice. So this is weird. Um, But yeah, so I moved in officially yesterday, got the keys, got everything. You know, um, I'm just super, super happy. I have tons of space. I have so much storage now. Um, In my old apartment that I lived in last year, it was like a really beautiful building. Like it was very... um, I don't know, like art deco vibes, which is like great, but I had no storage. I'm not joking. I had, so it was one bedroom, one bathroom, and it had one closet, one, and it wasn't even big. It was one closet, not a linen closet. I, oh, I did have a coat closet, but I mean, that had like obviously coats, toilet paper, paper towel, like everything like that. And then I had my, my clothes closet. I was fighting for my life truly every day with that. It was really, really hard um first world problems I know but this place you guys I have I have so much space I am so fucking happy so yesterday I'm you know the movers I got these little so I don't know if you guys know about this but Gracie Gracie obviously bestie of the pod she told me about task rabbits now I had never heard of such a thing but there are these people that you can like have come over and like hang your TV for you. They can run errands for you. They like do things for you. And so I just hired because, okay, I got a quote for movers last week and I truly wanted to tell the lady to go fuck herself because it was so crazy. I, I said, I'm moving from a storage unit into an apartment. She quoted me 800 to a thousand dollars. And I said, I don't think so. Thank you very much. I'm going to go with a task rabbit. So I got these little task rabbits. This is not an ad. Um, I genuinely think they did a great job Two like random dudes. Um, they killed it. But so yesterday I had to build a bed, my bed that was like priority number one, because I don't have a couch right now. And so I was like, I need somewhere to like lay and like sleep, etc. So I'm building this bed. It took me two and a half hours to build this bed. I didn't think it would take that long. I didn't think beds were complicated to put together. I was wrong. Joke's on fucking me. Um, And then I put my mattress on it. So I just got a new mattress. I didn't realize that I needed a box spring. So that's coming sometime this week, hopefully. But all night I was like sinking into this bed. It was literally like I was rolling around and it was like part of my mattress was like hanging down like onto the floor. The other part was like resting on the bar thing. Like that's um, like the support bar that's in the middle of the bed. It was like so stupid. But I'm telling you this mattress, despite all of that, despite the fact that I wasn't level at all and I was basically, you know, bent in half while sleeping, I honestly, this was a great mattress, and again, this is not an ad. Um, I got it from Wayfair, and this is just a shout out in case anybody is like in in the market for a nice mattress. It's the Nora twelve inch medium memory foam mattress. Incredible, can't recommend it enough. Um, so this morning, I you know I've had the, these two days off of work, and um, I've just been organizing. I've just been, you know it's a lot. I got a lot of shit that I forgot about. And for me, it's like hard because it's a lot of like miscellaneous shit. And I'm like, what, if, where, am, where do I put this? What do I do? But thankfully, like I said, I have a ton of storage, so it will be pretty easy, but um, to figure it out once I have the mental capacity. Um, but I did want to get an episode up today and And get to you guys, talk to you guys about the Met, talk to you guys about Summer House. Also, this new update regarding the Howie Mandel-Tom Sandoval interview. Oh, and how could I forget? Someone is getting fired from Bravo because they leaked the finale preview for Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. I posted it on my Instagram stories. Run, do not walk, get your ass over there. I believe also Face Reality posted it as well. Um, I'm too scared to post it on my actual feed because like I don't want Bravo to hate me, but somebody getting fired for sure. Um, Before we get into Bravo, let's get into the Met Gala. So the Met Gala theme this year was Karl Lagerfeld and I will have Christine Biancavilla on on Thursday so she will be able to break this down for us even further um because you know I I only know so much um but the Met Gala let's talk I didn't love the theme it was Karl Lagerfeld um and he feels to me like a relatively problematic figure in fashion um I believe he's made a lot of phobic comments I believe racial comments as well. I just feel like he's not the best guy. I would love like an Andre Leon Talley uh, Met Gala theme, but because of him and Anna Wintour, I don't think that that's ever going to happen. And overall, I mean, the carpet, obviously, you know, everyone was wearing black and white because it's very Carl. It's very Chanel. What the fuck do I know? I'm literally in a sweatshirt and sweatpants right now looking like, like, like I look crazy. Um, but I don't know. I, I was a little underwhelmed. I thought Doja Cat showing up as Carl Lagerfeld's Cat Chappette was really iconic. I thought it was really fun and different. Anne Hathaway to me was the number one best dressed. Um, I can't wait to see what Christine has to say. Also, Bad Bunny wore like a backless top. And I was like really into that. I was like, wow, men should really show up that that area a little bit more. Um, And of course, you know, Rihanna came and slayed. But ever, like, Kylie's Kylie's red and blue dress I really actually liked but it to me felt not the right place for this I was like why this why now you know um we did see an appearance by North and Stormy um as you know how everybody always walks out of the St. Regis I believe it's the St. Regis I could be totally getting them wrong um before they get to the carpet North and Stormy were there so I was a little worried I was like are they going to be on the carpet do they allow children at the Met?" I didn't think so but they eventually you know we we realized that that wasn't the case I thought Kendall Jenner looked amazing but Pete was there Pete Davidson was there and I was like I need to know what the fuck happens when him and him see each other and there were some photos going around of them like talking with Usher which I'll get to in a second, and. Like he's looking at her like Sydney Sweeney looks at Glenn Powell. Like if I was Chase Sweet Wonder, I would be like, Why the fuck are you looking at her like that? Don't look at her like that. Don't even think about it. Pete, Peter. Um but Usher was in the photo, and this has started some rumors. So allegedly Kim has been to the Usher concert. Like I believe he's doing a residency in Vegas, like several times and people are saying something's going on there. And that he was in this photo, it did feel random like Usher, Pete and Kim. Like that's a grab bag of fucking people in my opinion. Like that feels really weird. That's like that's like Meryl Streep, SpongeBob and, you know, Paul Mescal. Like it just feels really random. So, I don't know. I I was very into seeing Pete and Kim together again because to me, I loved that era last summer when they were together. I really, really did. I thought they were like really into each other. I'm really excited to see how that whole thing plays out on the Kardashian season this year. I mean, if it does, who fucking knows? They like to dangle it in front of us and not give us anything ever. But the trailer did look promising. I talked about it last week on the episode. But... That's pretty much all I have to say about the Met Gala right now. Obviously, like I said, I will be talking about it later this week with Christine. And I hope you guys all enjoyed following her. She's the best. And um, let's talk Howie Mandel, Tom. So Howie Mandel has come out and said that the only reason, excuse me, I'm like going to cough. Sorry. Um he says like the only reason that Tom came on his show is because he promised Tom Sandoval's team not to challenge Tom during the interview. So I'm looking at this article from Us Weekly and he says, Bravo fans wanted to hear me cross-examine. They wanted me to grill him. The tough thing was, and I said to my daughter and co-host Jacqueline Shoot, Schu- Schultz. If you hear something that you don't agree with, then you can't challenge. There are no challenges on this particular moment. We are not challenging. This is not what it's about. I would not do anything differently. As people have found out, one of the people who works for me is married to his road manager. I was not going to put him in an uncomfortable position. I told him, you want to speak, come on and talk. My point and the reason I wanted to have him on the show and that I still don't understand the outrage over scandal so we all kind of assumed that that's what happened, but to actually hear it from Howie and be like, yeah, he didn't want us to challenge him. Like, that's actually really fucking crazy, in my opinion. Um, I, Like, I don't know, just to hear that that's really, you know, what happened. I just, Tom is such a fucking loser, Like the biggest fucking loser. And, you know, I got a couple comments about my podcast last week and I do want to talk about them. I had some people in my DMs, which is fine, um, saying that I wasn't, you know, my misogyny was showing and that I, you know, shouldn't have talked about Ariana or something. And my thing is, is like I try to look at things from all angles I try. I'm not saying I succeed every single time, but I don't know how to make this more clear. I have been team Ariana from the very beginning just because I have like some other extra, you know, thoughts on the situation or things are now, you know, coming to my mind. Does not mean I'm like, okay, fuck Ariana? I think that's a problem with Bravo in general is that like there's no nuance like no one can have like a thought that's different than like the rest of the Bravo fandom and it's frustrating because it's like I'm not misogynistic because I think Tom wants kids and Ariana wouldn't give that to him I said I feel like I've had this conversation before during that season of Bravo or Vanderpump Rules is I was like I'm sorry, like if you're with someone and they want a family and they want marriage and kids and all of that and you don't, if this was the opposite, if this was a different, if it was Ariana feeling that way and Tom was the one being like, nope, I don't want that. You would everyone I fucking promise would be like, he needs to break up with her. This is not fair. And I just think it's bullshit that like because it's a woman feeling a certain way about not wanting kids and he does. It's it's suddenly I'm misogynistic for like not wanting her to like have what she wants. And I don't know if I'm making sense. I'm sorry. I'm a little delirious today. But I I just think it's kind of frustrating because it's like I'm not saying Ariana's wrong. I just think that they shouldn't have been together for as long as they have or as long as they were. Because eventually this was all going to come to a head like if there would be resentment. There would be anger. There would be, you know, and he was probably like a little weirded out by the fact that, okay, now you want us to like go through all this process of creating embryos and keeping them and saving them, destroying them for what? For us not to have kids. Like it doesn't make any sense. I understood his confusion. If I was with someone for 10 years and they said for 10 years that they didn't want to have kids, I decided, okay, I'm going to stay with that person despite this. And then suddenly suddenly they're talking about making embryos I would be like wait huh like what do you mean so that's all I was trying to say I'm not saying I side with Tom I'm not saying fuck Ariana I'm not saying any of that I'm just simply saying like I understood his kind of confusion with that you know it was weird but so the leaked fucking trailer the leaked preview a Vanderpump finale looks fucking insane. We have two more episodes until we get to the finale. Two more fucking episodes, and then we get the re- then we get the reunion. Thank God! Oh my God, it's killing me. I'm just oh, desperate. And um, we get to see Sheena crying to Tom, being like, "This was Ariana's best friend." Ariana screaming at Tom, being like, "Fuck Raquel, she's not your fucking best friend." You're like, what the fuck? And then she goes, I regret ever loving you. Then at the very end of the trailer, you see Tom and Raquel together, together. And she says to him, you know, we said that if we were going to do this, then we would make it worth it. Oh my God, it gives me the chills. It gives me the chills. Schwartz is crying. Schwartz is like, you're fucking everything up you know, you fucked us. And I'm just shocked he said that. I'm also, my friend Ivan made a really good point today. He's like, why do the girls feel so comfortable telling Allie every little detail about Raquel and James? Like, it's a little weird, but whatever. I don't know. It looked really good. I can't wait. So let's get into Summer House. Um, it starts off with Gabby and Lindsay meeting up. And this is a duo that I really enjoy. And ever since that Watch What Would Happens Live with Gabby and Danielle, I it's all I think about, you guys. Every time I watch the show, that is all I fucking think about. Because I remember when Gabby said to Danielle, uh, I think you're going to have the hardest time at the reunion because you have a lot of things to answer for. Like there was a lot that was said. And Danielle was gooped and gagged. Like she couldn't even believe it. And so Gabby being this close with Lindsay, I'm interested to see how this reunion went. Like I know Lindsay had to slay bitches left and right. Like they were going to come for her, you know? And at the end of the day, she's living her best life. And at the end of the day, majority of people love Lindsay. Um, But Gabby having a 29 page PDF of date people she's dated people she slept with people she's wanted to date people she'd be interested in dating people that she you know has just hooked up with but never talked to again like this list is so fucking funny to me it's very Lindsay circa 2018 or not even 2018 2020 oh my god what am i even saying it's when she was dating strappy and she had that she had that um timeline oh my god that timeline was so iconic Written out on that like piece of lined paper, um, just made me laugh. But I don't know, I really enjoy Gabby. I think she brings a very different energy to the house. I think she's funny, I think she's sarcastic, I think she's really pretty. And I don't know, like I'm into her. I'm I'm into what she's giving us. Um with that said, her Lindsay, it, it's also fun to see Lindsay look at Gabby. Cause I think she sees herself in her and I think that that's probably a weird thing. Like I remember during um, that season when Megan King Edmonds first got on real houses of orange County, Tamra said that she was like, it was really weird, you know, seeing Megan and meeting her and getting to know her because we were so similar. Like it was like looking at myself, but younger, And I feel like Lindsay probably feels the same way about Gabby because I feel like they're both very much cut from the same cloth kind of energy. Um, Guys, I got to tell you, and this might be unpopular. I find Sierra to be really boring. Like, she puts me to sleep. Her talking about New York and New York City and if you're going to make it here, you can make it anywhere. And, like, it's giving Carrie Bradshaw delusion. And, like, I, I just... I don't, like, I don't really understand her. Like, I like her. I think she's really beautiful. I bet she's, like, a really cool-ass chick. Like, uh, but personally, I don't know what the future holds with her on Summer House, frankly. Like, it wasn't, like, I didn't miss her this weekend in the Hamptons. I was like, okay. Like, if we, if we can get rid of Sierra and bring in Andrea... Bye, girl. See ya. Give me Andrea every day of the goddamn week. Give me that boy with the linen shirt holding on by by a thread. Okay, please. I beg. I beg. He brings an energy. He brings fun. He brings something. And here's the thing. Like I like Paige without Sierra and I like Sierra without Paige. I don't need those two bedsore girls together, you know, it, laying in bed and I know that people I've posted this on my Instagram and people have wrote to me and said I love that I say write to me like people are like getting to me by telegram like you guys are just DMing me, but people are writing me and they're saying like oh because they're so hungover, like they're tired well buck the fuck up you're on a show about summer house you're literally getting paid to not sit in bed you're paid to make a tv show so let's fucking make it happen please like it then don't go on the show I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's fun to watch people lay in bed. Like, that's not what you're being paid to do. Um, That's why I'm really happy about all the new blood that they've been bringing in with Gabby and Sam and Corey and uh, Chris. Chris, to me, really shined this episode, despite that really awkward uh, comment that he made at the table. Um, I'm trying to move up past that, but I don't know. I don't know, like... And to see Lindsay show up to Sierra's little one-year-in-New-York anniversary celebration with a gift. And I just thought to myself, Lindsay Dale Hubbard really rises above. Continuously. Over and over again. These girls are so fucking mean to her. And she brings them a gift? She hugs them? She says hello? later in the episode she asked Paige if she thought her dress was cute she like wanted her opinion it's like don't talk to them like they hate you they're so mean to you I don't know I uh, I don't know and you know who I didn't miss this episode Amanda didn't miss her didn't miss that girl at all not a not a minute okay she sucks the air out of the fucking room I just I, I don't think she's very bright and I just don't um I don't know. I'm sure she's a very nice girl. And I'm, I don't know. I honestly don't care. I just, it, it's crazy to see like how much my opinions on all these people have changed throughout the years. Like, I remember two years ago, this was my favorite show. You know, this is my favorite show. I loved it. I thought it was, like, the hidden gem of Bravo. I loved Paige. I loved Hannah. I loved Amanda. I loved Lindsay. I loved Danielle. Like, I loved almost – I think I loved everybody on the cast except for, like, Jordan and um Jules. Like, the random people they would bring in. And I was like, why the fuck are we doing this? And then I don't know where it all had kind of taken a turn, but, like, I feel like everybody's kind of tired of it. Like, I don't see a lot of positive discourse around – um summer house online like it's just and it's not that people hate it everyone's just like why are you why are people on this show that clearly don't want to do this anymore like it's not i don't know like i said i just didn't really miss uh amanda this weekend especially because andrea and lexi were there and i love lexi we'll get to it sorry i'm parched so I did have to eye roll, like I was saying, at the New York conversation that they were all having. They were like, New York is the city that never sleeps. New York, New York. Like, I'm just like, you guys are so fucking insufferable. Like, I understand. And I'm sure there's a lot of New Yorkers listening to this that are probably like, wow, fuck you, bitch. Like, you live in Detroit. What the fuck do you know? It's like, listen, I know that I don't live in, like, the Mecca. um, You know, the best city in the world. But just, like, hearing that conversation was so weird. I was like, the, "Why are we what are we watching? Like this is not entertaining to me." Um again seeing Paige and Craig, I don't I don't see it, you know? I don't I'm not feeling it. I'm not seeing it. Um it's confusing to me because they just seem to be on different pages and they I don't know. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know much about them, but I just seeing them together just feels a little off. Um. Then we find out or we go to the Hamptons. Like I said, no Amanda but C- and no Sierra, but there's Andrea with his beautiful tanned sculpted body. And Carl was in the hospital, we find out sweet baby Carl was in the hospital because him and Lindsay went to a concert the night before and he basically had a panic attack and his legs started buckling he was sweating he was like I need to go to the hospital Lindsay took him to the infirmary they sent him to the ER they were there overnight and basically like his heart rate was really low his blood pressure was really low and um It was like anxiety and dehydration. And it's like, let me tell you something, you guys. I am obsessed with drinking water because I have passed out several times due to dehydration. Several. And it's horrible. Like the feeling that you are about to faint and like you're so weak and dizzy. And like one time, so this was at my ex-boyfriend's house back in like a million years ago um it was like one of the it was like when we first started dating so like we didn't really know each other very well I mean we did but like it was still really new you know um like where you're still wearing like cute pajamas and like make sure you look really cute when you go to bed like not anymore I look like a fucking slob and Danny's like okay this is not what I thought I was getting and I'm like sorry um but so this was my ex-boyfriend but anyway I wake up in like the dead of night and I'm like oh my god I don't feel good I don't feel good at all. This is not good. This is not good. And so I go in the bathroom and I'm like really dizzy and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? So I lay on the bathroom floor because I was so out of it and I didn't know why. I'm like, did I eat something bad? Like, I don't think I did. Like it was really weird. So I was like, maybe I'm thirsty or something. So then I go to the kitchen and I grab the Brita filter out of the fridge and I, then next thing you know, I woke up on the floor. I woke up on the floor. I had hit my face on the counter and fainted. And um sat on the floor and just drank a ton of water. And I felt like okay to stand up. So I stand up. This is like all in the middle of the night. And I stand up and I like go into his room and I go, Hey, um, I'm gonna go. And he goes, Why? Are you okay? And I go, No, no, um, I'm okay. I just fainted in your kitchen, but I have to go. And he was like, what are you talking about? He goes, do you need me to take you? I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. It's, it's it's okay. I'm good. And so yeah, I drove home and then my mom took me to the hospital and it was so fucking embarrassing. Um, and yeah, so, and then I it also happened again, um, from dehydration and I went through like, I'm not joking. I went through five of those saline bags and the, the nurse came in. She was like, okay, do you really have to pee? And I was like, "No." not she goes you are so dehydrated I'm like yeah I know so that is why I know that you hate it I think when you hear me take a sip of water but like just know like I am so paranoid about it now that like I have to I have to also my Zoloft makes my mouth really dry so (laughs) there's that too anyway so I felt for Carl because that is a really scary feeling and you really do feel so sick and like so out of it um and I'm glad to see him and Kyle together again. Um, I'm glad to see those fences are being mended. I'm glad to see their friendship kind of coming, coming back to where it was. Um, it, it made me really happy. Like when Carl was telling him about, you know, his plans and, um, you know, it just made me feel happy. Um, I don't know. It was, a, it was a nice moment. And then, you know, when he called Carl or, well, Lindsay called Kyle, And told them about Carl. But you guys get what I'm saying. So Chris and Danielle. Are planning a Latino night. And they want to celebrate their heritage. And their backgrounds. And their you know. I believe. So Danielle is Puerto Rican. I can't. I don't remember what Chris said. But I thought they like shined. When Danielle is not taking a shit. All over Lindsay and Carl. She's thriving. I really enjoyed Danielle. I just think when it comes to Lindsay and Carl stuff, she's like really fucking weird about it. And I don't, I don't understand it. Um, and I'll get to that in a little bit, but you know, I was happy she was making her grandmother's, um, empanadas, And, you know, they all were wearing shirts that were open and tucked in. And like, I just thought Chris was just in his element. And this was like, this is when I was like, yeah, okay, like I fuck with Chris. He's a little weird, a little awkward, but let's give him a little bit of a chance. It's probably really hard to come into this group. I thought it was really sweet that he said that he would photograph the proposal for um, Lindsay and Carl. That was really sweet. And um, they're all having fun. Corey is easily he's the biggest fucking goober I don't dislike him at all I like him but he's just so goofy to me and Sam is so put together in a way like I'm talking like their physical um attributes like he looks like he just looks like every guy that like I've ever seen work at a jiffy lube and that is no disrespect to anybody who works at a jiffy lube it it just, he looks very, um, I don't know how to put this. And then Sam is just like so stunning and like beautiful. She looks like a Disney princess. Like, you know, she looks like little animals come in and like get her dressed and like do her hair. Like, and she's with Corey. And I'm like, huh. Okay. I, I see, I see it. Like, I get it. I love their energy together. I find them really cute and really fun. Um, I love that they're kind of playing this like game with each other you know it's like sweet and I also like that they're not obsessed with each other like they are but they don't need to be sitting like on top of each other at all times like at the dinner they were sitting on opposite ends of the table and I was like you know what I kind of like that like they're giving each other some space to like still be their per- their own person and get to know e- each other within the group but they're also like okay I'm gonna go make out with Corey for a minute and I'm just like I fucking love that, you know? I was very much like Gabby, like, when when Sam said, like, okay, I'm going to go make out with Corey for a little bit. Gabby was like, get a girl. Yeah. Like, go live your life, you know? Um, so, Maya is back this episode, and I can't put my finger on it, you guys. I don't know if I like her. I don't know if I don't. I just, I mean, when she was gone for several episodes, like, I did not notice. Um... But I don't know. Like I find her to be kind of annoying. Um, I don't know. We'll circle back. We'll circle back to Maya. But it was really, really beautiful seeing Danielle opening up about how she's kind of always pushed down her, you know, Puerto Rican heritage and like that she's Puerto Rican because she's always had to kind of like make herself small to fit into white spaces and kind of just blend in rather than standing out and then Gabby got really emotional when Danielle was talking about it and Danielle um excuse me Gabby asked when was the first time that you learned that it's not that you were unattractive it's just that you weren't white and she starts sharing and telling her story and it was just like really amazing and then you saw Maya chime in and like tell Gabby that like she feels seen by her and like it was just really beautiful. And I just thought, like, this is a really rare moment on this kind of show where that conversation can happen. Like, this conversation's not going to happen on Southern Term. God bless the Vanderpump Rules kids. This conversation's not happening over there. It's a very, very rare moment on Bravo. And I just thought, wow. And you know what I loved is that Paige, Corey, Kyle and Sam gave them the time to say what they needed to say to speak their truth, to get it out there. And I just thought, wow, like I can't imagine on another show them doing that. I feel like, you know, Kyle, like um, Tom Sandoval would probably chime in about like his experience, you know, being a white man in West Hollywood. Um, It, you know what I'm saying? It just would have gone very differently. And I remember when Maya brought the conversation up last summer They all listened and they were all, um, you know, there for her. And I just thought, and there for Sierra as well. And I just thought that that was like really beautiful. And, um, yeah, you know, oh my God, you guys, not to completely change the subject, but there's a beautiful dog right in front of me. So lucky me, my office overlooks the dog park at my apartment and like stunning, gorgeous dog right now. Gorgeous. Oh my God how cute I can't wait to take Ruby oh what a cutie this little dog has a stick in his mouth he's just walking around. anyway so sorry about that that was like my like ADHD acting up so overall I love Latino night I loved the empanadas I love the salsa dancing I thought (laughs) I thought Paige and Kyle (laughs) being paired up was so fucking funny just because like I know Paige just thinks Kyle is the biggest fucking dum-dum and In like the best way. So to see them kind of like have to dance with each other was just it made me laugh. And seeing, you know, Sam and Corey together, it was cute. And um, we learned that Maya and Oliver have been together for about a year. And they're like, oh, so does he like stay over? She's like, no, he like gets out of the he gets out of the house really, really early in the morning. He like runs out. And then she goes, I gave him back a lot of his clothes that were like in my apartment because I didn't want them in my apartment. And there's just like something very off about this relationship. And I've felt that way from the very beginning. Like she just doesn't seem that into him. And frankly, I don't think she seems that into anybody. She gives me like very asexual energy for being honest. Um, It was weird. It was really weird. Cause then it comes out that like Oliver maybe had cheated on her, but I don't think she knew that at this point. And it's like, I'm not like excusing that by any means, but like, When you're like with someone for a year and they give you, if I was with, so Danny and I are coming up on our one year, like this month, which is like really fucking weird. But if, if I like was staying at his house and he like gave me all of my shit back and within a year, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like I would be hurt by that. It's like when Carrie and big, like when he was like giving her her shit back in a bag, she's like, oh, I guess I can't leave stuff at your place. Even though I spent a lot of time there. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. It was weird. I I can't get a read on Maya. It doesn't make, she doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but that's, that's just me. I think people are very hard on Chris and they need to give that energy over to, to Maya. Um, Lindsay and Carl come back, you know, from their hospital stay. And um, you guys, (laughs) listen, I love Lindsay and Carl. I think they're cute. I think they're adorable. I think they're meant to be. But when I screamed, when I saw that photo, (laughs) That selfie that Lindsay took in the hospital with her and Carl. It was so funny. Like, I know that it's not funny that he's in the hospital, but like it did make me laugh that she took a selfie where they were both, quote unquote, asleep. Like they weren't asleep. She was not asleep. She took a selfie. It was just like, Lindsay, babe, what are what are you doing? Um, And then we kind of talk about you know how long they have known each other and that they met in the summer of 2017 which is like really crazy to think about um like so crazy and Carl remembered the dress that she was wearing and like the little clips that they were playing like the throwback clips like that's why i like want to kind of yell at all the haters um that are in this group because I'm like, they've always liked each other. They've always been into each other. They've always flirted. They've always kind of towed that line. Even when she was dating Everett, she was like, yeah, like when Carl flirts with me, she's like, I can't help but get excited. And it's like, yeah, because you guys love each other. Like, hello. So it was like really cute. And it was nice seeing Lex and Andrea together, hearing hearing kind of what happened last summer? Lindsay is like a producer man because she was like, Okay, so I would love to hear your side of the story. Cause we saw him crying last year, like all summer long. That was so sad. When Andrea like wouldn't stop crying. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> it Made me so sad. And um, you know, then she got emotional talking about it and it was just really it was really nice. And so it's the day of the proposal. And Carl and Lindsay have to go, quote unquote, collect firewood um, to bring to the bonfire. And Lindsay's like, okay, why do we have to go bring firewood? But she seems like very down. She's Lindsay, you know. And. Maya is talking to Sam and Danielle and Maya at first was like, Hey, like, by the way, Sam really likes you. Maya's kind of like in everybody's business. And that is the one thing that I will say that I do like about her. She if, if Maya's going to do one thing. She's going to eavesdrop. And that I have to say it's girl after my own heart with that, because I am the biggest eavesdropper. Like any conversation that happens around me, I'm listening a hundred percent. don't, it's horrible. It's one of my worst, but also probably one of my best qualities. Um, So they're talking and Maya just basically says, like, I think Carl's proposing this weekend or next weekend. Dale's like, no, are you fucking kidding me? I will not come next weekend if he's proposing. I'm like, what is your fucking problem? Like, this is really weird behavior. It's very weird. It's not kind. It's very strange. Like, you say that you're this girl's best friend and this is how you fucking act when the love of her life is going to propose to her. You sound like a jealous wench a wench and I'm just not into it and even Maya like looked a little confused Sam looked a little confused by like the walk-off they were like okay so then we cut to Lindsay and Carl they're doing they're doing the walk on the beach and uh he proposes and you guys I cried He was so nervous and he was so happy. She was so happy. It was like just this beautiful moment. I will say her ring is probably one of my favorite, favorite engagement rings that we've ever seen on Bravo. It's so stunning. And it was just like this really happy moment. And that's how the episode ended. And then we get a preview for next week. And I got to tell you guys, Danielle is acting the fuck up again. She, you know, Carl makes or excuse me, Kyle makes the announcement. Carl proposed. This is so exciting. Everyone's happy. Everyone's cheering, you know, whatever. She starts crying. She goes, I can't believe Carl didn't tell me. Why the fuck would Carl tell you? You've made not you've made their life a living hell. Okay, you've upset his fiance now a million times and made her cry. And also he didn't tell any of the girls. He told car he told Kyle and Chris. That's it. Shut up. Stop making this about you. And then for Robert to like come sit down, you know, the ghost of Christmas Robert, you know, we haven't seen him ever and suddenly he's got something to say? Robert, go talk to your own girlfriend and work your shit out because Clearly, something is going on with your relationship and you need to go talk about it and stop bugging my man Carl sweet baby Carl just get out of here he upsets Carl and I'm just like this is not fucking cool this is not cool I do not like it one bit okay so on that note I'm done with my rant it just buckle up because next week I'm about to get fucking crazy crazy anyway all right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I will be back Friday with another episode of Hot Up the Mess. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow me at Rubber Historian. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye.